Broadcast Network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good game, TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Ah, uh, there's that music. One last One time. One last time, that's right. Before it's, next season. That's right. It's already the season finale. Yeah. My, how it just went so fast. It was a fast season, man. That's right. Defiance Season 3, Episode 13, Upon the March We Fittest Die. Welcome to the after show. It is the after show here. Before we get started, before we get started, tell us who you are. Uh, hi, I'm Jesse Klein, and uh, you can find me on Twitter at JessKlein1. That's J-E-S-S-K-L-E-I-N, the number one. Awesome. You can find me on Twitter at S-Man80. That's S-M-A-N-8-0. And, of course, subscribe on YouTube and SoundCloud and iTunes. Rate us, comment, let us know what's going on. We love, love hearing from you guys every single week. And you can keep the conversation going on Twitter using hashtag ABTVDefiance. So yes, the final episode of the season. What are your overall thoughts, Jesse? Uh, I liked it. I thought it was thematically, like, it really helped end this season. Mm -hmm. We got all of our narrative ends tied up. Uh, it was a, it was a really good emotional and, like, uh, kind of storytelling way to end the season. I thought it was really good. Yeah, I, uh, I love the overall just, action you know just continuing with the theme of the action this yeah. season it's been non-stop and it kept with that and i also love the way that this that the episode had a lot of twists too to it yeah kind of kept you guessing on what was happening um it was really really fun yeah it it, it really uh it, it was a great great kind of ending for this season like it was i, I couldn't have uh, imagined it being better Wow, that's yeah. quite the uh, I enjoyed it. Quite the five star review there. For yeah, <laughs> but you know, we were talking um, from last episode and how it ended, and, yeah. and essentially it did exactly what we thought. It picked up right where it left off in episode twelve. Yeah, so we got to see you know them back in in the the household there, the Macaulay household with the, with the Kinsey getting ready to eat the baby. I know. I I can't believe that this part of the episode is like in my brain just kind of glossed over. Mm -hmm. It was a huge part and in my brain I was like, "Oh yeah, that happened." <laughs> well, cuz there was just so much that happened yeah. in this overall overall episode, but you know, it was it it was exactly sort of what I expected. Yeah. You know, we were talking about it from last episode, assuming that Daytac was going to come in and sort of save the day. That yeah. was what we were kind of expecting. He totally pins Kenzie he... to a wall. Yeah. And gets his family out of there. Yeah, so it was actually, it was perfect because it was a way of getting them to escape, but yeah. without actually killing her, obviously, because she was so strong. But a great way to kind of move the plot forward there. While still keeping that action really intense, and also uniting the Tar Clan exactly. in one moment, like, exactly. Uh, 
Stama pleads with Kenzie and is like, take my life over the child's mm-hmm. life. Then says, take my free will, anything, just don't kill the child. Uh, Kenzie won't listen. Right. Uh, and the so. girl doesn't listen. So Alak, uh, uh, sees that Stama does truly care for Luke and, mm-hmm. and sees that she is trying to be a good mother and a good grandmother. So we get that kind of redemption for Stama. Right. right. We get a couple of redemptions for Stama in this episode. And then mm-hmm. we also get, uh, some more redemption for Daytac where he comes in and just spikes her to a wall. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and getting that resolution too, that, yeah. that we wanted kind of one fell swoop there, because then we see that little scene when they're in the roller and a is like, yeah, mom basically, saved us if she you know with her talking and kept kinsey distracted so you know we get that resolution now where where the family's kind of back in solid footing and it was a really good way again to just kind of wrap it up quickly but still keep you know the action intense by keeping kinsey around and knowing that she was going to escape obviously from that pin so it was uh it was it was good and i liked it because it wasn't you didn't have to go too deep with it and it was a great way to pick up from the end of that action yeah and that cliffhanger from episode 12 and then we get the the interesting defiance opener like the season one defiance opener yeah which was kind of cool it was really cool i really like the way they did that's it was that's why in in a lot of ways and i'll get to this at the towards the end but it just kind of almost had a very wrap-up kind of feel to it it was was a good way to end the season for sure it just really did but it had the kind of little nostalgic in there yeah kind of felt like a little star tours star you know like (laughs) ride when we're going on the spaceship and everything so it had a lot of like really cool kind of nostalgic kind of feel to it yeah no i love the way they did that with that intro there and like right there and then just go right into the yeah into the show that was that was a cool little thing they did yeah and we see them like uh planning on like we see them with Docuel like mm-hmm. planning this away party Data comes in with mm-hmm. a shotgun <laughs> and tries to kill Yule I mean yeah it was a great way to go immediately from the intro into action into that, again right yeah. yeah and it was kind of funny to see them planning this whole yeah. thing out I, I it was just so complicated that I kind of I was like okay. Docuel. Yeah, well, <laughs> do, well, a lot of Docuel's answers were like, just trust me, yeah. I got this. Right. And you kind of got to feel like we were both talking like it feels like a suicide mission for Doc, right. which we later got confirmed. But it seemed like, you know, she went through so much this entire season. Mm-hmm. And the fact that she's responsible for so much suffering, even yeah. though it wasn't like her fault or anything like that, the fact that it happened, I think... uh she kind of needed to go on a suicide mission just for her character. <laughs> it's Stephen, you, d- you don't laugh at me. I like know. <laughs> it's, I'm talking in a narrative sense. I'm not talking in like, like that she, she deserved needs to it. die. I'm just saying like in in the way you would tell the story, she kind of needed because she was beyond redemption with right, the city, the, right. and she was feeling so guilty that there she needed a way to redeem herself while still like uh, being. Uh, released from the responsibility of the town yeah and it was sort of her way of making that ultimate sacrifice knowing that only she could do this and being able to to take care of this and have all the nodes and neck ports and everything in her her, that was difficult to watch oh man but she was like really the only one that i think could could have done that you know you couldn't do that with it with a human and 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 a lot of the other and be able to do that well i think specifically indigene were made to be exactly to to be like a computer in that sense and it was crazy how beautiful she looked at the same time that she was like in all this pain where it looked like she was in like an orchid that had closed around her and i didn't really realize that 
like the the inside of the petals were all just needles Ooh, until needles. we saw yeah. it closing until, in like, on her. In. Actually, I thought she looked kind of hot. She was like rocking these like knee high <laughs> boots, and she had like the turtleneck. I was like, sure. she's looking good. Sure, yeah. Before Where's she, she been? I know. I was like, before that, uh, we she had around. the needles put in her, she looked sexy. She did. I was like, wow. Where did this come from? But like when hot docule here. But when she gets a spike driven through the top yeah, of her head, her head, and she's leaking ooze, yeah, then it wasn't quite so sexy yeah, anymore. Uh, yeah. But it, but it was because. Even you made the comment when she was wearing the turtleneck. It's like, oh, is she being, you know, does she have the thing back in her neck again? I was worried. I think they kind of did a misdirect. They Well, they uh, did because as soon as you brought that up, I was like, you know, that's true. She could be because now she's on the ship. We don't know where Kinsey is. We don't know what's going we on. See, Maybe we, she is controlled. We see Kinsey seeing the pods going right. up to the ship. And we don't know if it's the last pod or mm-hmm. if Doc Yule's still on the ground. And when Doc gets on the ship, she does a weird, like, duck. Yeah. Like, out of the way. And it reminded me and she was all of a sudden like very business mm-hmm. and it reminded me of when she was spiked and i was like oh man i hope doc's well, not data spiked yeah because it's a good point because there yeah. they are trapped on the ship and like we said we didn't know yeah. and seeing her in that turtleneck which she doesn't normally dress like that it was like oh that could be a, a very big misdirect but now they just wanted her to look all hot yeah they wanted they wanted yeah. a hot yule man hot yule and yeah. the hot yule she was um but yeah i mean that again it kind of it it was really crazy also the way they they brought all of them up there too. Yeah, well, well, the the thing where the mayor gets uh, Amanda when she gets gutted, mm-hmm. so that it brings Arissa up with them mm-hmm. uh, was was real intense. Where we see that Kenzie has gone full on craze balls. Like she, totally. She now the Omec are eating themselves themselves because well, there were only seven Omec left. Yeah, and well, I guess now six. Yeah, um, and they can't feed on anything else because now the town has cut off their supply essentially yeah and, and so they don't have any food left and yeah i was like girl will not be questioned she was like you are doing this and you are gonna do as i say because i am the all mother yeah and she killed one of them and it was yeah. like if you want to eat here you go yeah, here you go you can eat your you know you can be a cannibal now and then sent them on hunting parties yeah and uh they full-on killed if there were six left uh two got killed by yeah. uh by uh uh, Berlin and Amanda, mm-hmm. and then three got killed by Amanda as well. Were they counting Kinsey as the sixth, or is I don't there? Know. Yeah, is there if one? They did I think so? Because then it would have wiped them all out. Because then once the yeah. rest of the pot, you know, I think that would have been it. Or is there one? There's one still on the loose, still on the loose, still running around. Yeah, who knows? Or were they not? Oh, you know what? The the sixth one is the one that Kenzie killed. Because they have no idea that Kenzie killed one, yeah. and so, all right. So I feel like we zeroed it out. We've got, we've killed we, all. We've of accounted them. Yeah. The, them all now. Yeah. But yeah, that was, uh, that was, that was funny. I was laughing about that because that's why I wrote it. And my girl's taking control here, and she is not happy, and she is not going to be questioned. Yeah, uh, there's, uh, there's a, a really interesting kind of thing about the omet culture about taking strength from other people mm-hmm. and adding it to your own and like the fact that uh the omek consume uh intelligent species to, in order to become strong and like the fact that they have a rule that omek do not eat omek and then right. kenzie breaks, breaks that, that rule, rule. and they start eating themselves it was a very interesting kind of like oh kenzie 
like now no one knows what's going on like even right. the other omek right. like don't know or trust her they're yeah. scared of her as well well don't you feel like that was sort of the final thing like of her final descent there was yeah. when she's now making them like she was just already crazy but now she just went past beyond redemption yeah, yeah. like the, at that point where she's having them basically kill eat, eat themselves yeah to to feed so yeah that to me was the final line for her um and then I, you know, I like that little moment with Alak and Arissa. Yeah, we get just a, that brief little moment with them with the with the baby. Yeah, there was a there was kind of a hint to it earlier in the season, right? And we we talked yeah. about it, and, we, and and you know, we actually just talked about it in the last episode yeah. was that didn't feel like they were just going to do that as a throwaway. Yeah, that that they were going to revisit that again, and that potentially there could be something there. Yeah, as far as a relationship, maybe not right away, but something that they could explore in season four or whatnot. So, and like the cute dialogue of like he likes you, and like her being like, "Good, I yeah. like him." Yeah, it's like ah, clearly we're not talking about the baby. You're exactly, we're talking about uh, the, you guys liking each mm-hmm. other. It's fine. It's fine, everyone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're all we're all adults here. We, yeah. we get it. We understand. Um, so Arissa could be a could be a thing. Yeah, in the future. Yeah, and and could be a thing. and predictions for next season. Yeah, right. yeah, I think that's probably. I think it's probably going to happen. Yeah. Don't hit the predictions button. We're not there yet. <laughs> uh, Can you imagine? Like, okay, twelve minute show. All right, we're done. Yeah, we're done. Uh, uh, so we see this boarding party. Uh, that means Amanda and Berlin are staying behind mm-hmm. and protecting Defiance. Berlin, I th- I feel like Berlin was left on the cutting room floor of this episode. I did too, and that was what I was yeah. going to say. It was weird. It was almost like she didn't even need to be in this episode because yeah. she didn't really have a lot to do, and it's still weird to me and still feels... Her character's situation feels very unresolved to me. Yeah. Because of how she left, and then she came back, and we have no idea really why, and, and the whole thing with Conrad. So that was, to me, very odd. It was almost like she was a wasted character in this episode. I, I feel like she got cut out of a yeah. lot of stuff just because at the end of the episode mm-hmm. where it shows everyone looking up at the newly made arc. Yeah. Um like the the camera does like spend a lot of time on her, yeah. But like we get no emotional closure or anything from that because it's like we, like we just we saw her shoot one Omec, exactly, and we saw her kind of not do anything the entire episode. So it felt it felt like Berlin got kind of left on the cutting room floor. There. Yeah, it did. It was weird. It was sort of it was a wasted use of her character, and I do kind of do wonder if like what their original plan was with that and then they cut it back but then they had such integral scenes there that she had to kind of stay in there yeah but again i do feel like they uh, anybody her character is the most unresolved of everybody else yeah because we got we also got a resolution with stama and amanda right they had a really nice moment there yeah where stama is staying behind and like uh helping cleaning her wounds helping with the wounded and stuff mm -hmm. like that and she had that great line with, you know, you have the power to make people want to yeah. be better around you and inspire them to be their best selves. And uh, it was a great kind of moment where Stama, I feel genuinely, it, for the first time, is genuinely apologizing to Amanda right. and is upset that their friendship is no longer a thing. She's been frayed and, yeah. and potentially could not be uh, resolved or healed. But, again, that's what I kind of noticed with Stama. Even though she has a very gray area with those two sides and everything, we've really seen these past couple episodes, we've really seen her grow all the way back with, really, with the Tevgan relationship. Yeah. And we've really watched this character 
really grow and have an authentic side and really care and, and seeing her with her love for her grandson. So we've been able to see this other side of her this season that we never really saw before. Yeah, well, I, th- I think it's a bit of that. And I think it's a bit of like even that entire speech. I was like, is Stama lying? Mm-hmm. Like that entire speech. I was like, can we do we know if she's is like maneuvering right. and trying to figure out like like to get something from Amanda? Like what's going on? Like. It's going to take a long time before right, you can fully we trust, trust her. Stama, yeah. But you've seen her kind of be knocked down a few pegs this For season sure, and yeah. really, 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 really have to kind of grovel and get herself back and being shunned by the town. So she's really been knocked down a lot. Yeah. And so you really kind of see this, that she's had to deal with that. And so I, I feel like we've seen a growth, but you're right. It's going to take a really long time before you really are like, okay, is she 100% being truthful here or is she the scheming? Sama that we know yeah. that's out for whatever she, her best interests are. Yeah. So it will take a lot. But yeah, it, it sure. was kind of fun to watch that. And I did like that healing scene between the two of them. Um, and, you know, that was an interesting dream that, that you know, Amanda has. Well. After, you know, that, like, whole gauzy, yeah. weird. Not really a dream, just, like, witnessing the Well, Omec. witnessing, but, like, in a kind of, like, she, yeah. I don't want to say dream, but it was sort of like she was out of it. Like, she was gauzy yeah, she and, was, like, she was, medicated and it wasn't quite, you know. Yeah, we see her get the drugs at uh, the beginning of that last scene. Mm-hmm. And we see her kind of witness the people taking uh, all of the other people and like saying and saying that she's like spoiled meat or whatever. Right, yeah. And she she has a great kind of redeeming moment, mm-hmm. like blood coming out of her. Yeah, gut. she rips out the uh, the IV, IV and just like grabs yeah, you watch the it. pistol. Of course, she's in those heels though. Yeah. I'm like, really? We the were, heel we were boots? Both, we were both like, come on. I was like, oh, those look like they're difficult to walk in. <laughs> First of all, she's like laid up in bed in a, in a hospital yeah, type room, and now she's wearing these she like wearing boots. Boot heel. Like, come on, people. Especially with the blood. Like, it was a very like, much like a. a uh, it reminded me of like Die Hard, yeah. Where she's like she's she's got she's bandaged, she's got blood yeah. coming out of her, and instead it's like these weird I don't know what are they wedges? Is that that type <laughs> I, of shoe? No, I'm like, like what is going on? It's, and I was like, how is she standing in those and after losing so much blood? In those things too, yeah. to begin with, people. I've never been at a doctor's and they'd be like, oh yeah, keep your it, keep your crazy boots, boots on. heels on, and <laughs> yeah. you know, don't worry. Yeah. You're dying, and you know you're recovering, but don't worry. But she still has an awesome moment where she caps yeah. three Omec, and yeah. then kind of collapses after out. saving them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and it's kind of it's a good moment for her. She has something to do, which again uh, she you know kind of needed after hitting her low point last episode. But the funny thing was, I was watching that with that whole little lovey-dovey scene she had with Nolan, and I saw yeah. you know Samir there, yeah. thinking like, "Oh, he's gonna like kill her or something." I I thought the same Did thing when think, he like, was when he was putting the drug, yeah. and I was like, "Maybe that's poison. Maybe it's poison. Maybe. He wants to take her out because he wants uh, yeah. you know her out of the way with his his whole maybe, weird may- fandom towards Nolan." You maybe know? Samir's like super obsessed, right? With, uh, Nolan. It's like that stalkery like, thing. He's got to get her no out of the way. One, no one deserves Nolan. He's right. too perfect. Right. <laughs> like, exactly. Kind of exactly. And I have to have you know all of the attention well just like just like the perfect like he's perfect you can't you don't deserve mm-hmm. him <laughs> like that kind of thing yeah. uh but no uh no he doesn't it's no it's she's just, yeah she saves samir uh, she does so maybe samir will be obsessed with her Both as well wow uh i think well we'll go back to into yeah. predictions uh, <laughs> uh don't do it steven <laughs> i know every um, time it's like uh, it's friday night i'm ready uh, it's not. Steven's a professional. He's fantastic. Uh, <laughs> uh, Consummate but, professional. Uh, but then we get we get the boarding party on the ship. Yeah, and it was not a boring party. 
It oh. was interesting. Uh, we have Doc and her orchid. We have. I, I felt like Daytac also uh, kind of got cut out of moments on that ship as I well. I did too. It was weird. That's why I was almost like, what's the point of him being there? Yeah. He didn't really have a real point Ex- or purpose, really. Except to keep him out of defiance yeah. and to uh, kind of give Stama a reason to be like, I will do whatever I can to help on right. Like on the ground floor, right? Like that kind of thing. It, like he didn't really do anything. I mean, except for like Orissa probably would not spike Docule in the head. Uh, yeah, like she would. She, right. she probably wouldn't do that. And we also kind of got it's true, but I felt like it was one of those people where you hire like your you know crew and you're spending a ton of money for this one crew member and they're not really doing anything. That's what yeah. I felt like. I was like, oh, we're paying him all this money. He's just kind of sitting there and like sort of helping. But, but... we did. We did. It. It all paid <clears throat> off for. The part where Yule says, like, you know, a, a, a cloned human is not is not the same as right. losing. When she's saying, like, like of course I'm not. Mm-hmm. I, this was never same a ticket home. As like a, and, a, and he says, no, you're a real person with enormous mm-hmm. honor and an infinite soul. And, like, that was an, uh, that was a great moment. It was a great moment. Because Doc, basically sh- this entire season, has been someone who does not have her own mm-hmm. brain, has not been able to think for herself, and has done some amazingly horrible things. And also, and obviously through all yeah. that, has lost her confidence and her ability yeah. of being like she's worth anything to exist. So, yes, but still, we paid him all that money do that i think anyways i think it was was worth it just to have him have him say that line that line was awesome it it was was awesome and it came at the right time and what you said he had to do that and plunge that into her and it was a great moment for doc like to see her kind of have a moment of real vulnerability and then have to find her comedy Mm -hmm. again and be like stick it in me sailor Sailor. i know that was a great Uh, line but the, the, that line was said not to be funny, but it was a defensive mechanism. Of like she was, she was either going to cry or say something sarcastic. But in like, a way, her one-liners, though they're the best and the yeah. comedic relief of the show, in most cases are out of uh, defense. You yeah, know, they're not. You know, because of her confidence and everything else, that's her defense mechanism. Is that comedy? Yeah. Which in a, in a lot of ways, comedy is that way. You know, it's a way of being able to. Sure. You know, so she had that moment, and I thought that that was great. And it was, you know, like we said, we could tell from the beginning there that when she was planning that all back down there in in Defiance, we knew that it was pretty much a suicide mission mission for her. When they're like, how are we going to get back down? She's like, you leave that up to me. me. Mm -hmm. And it's like, oh, she's planning on staying Mm -hmm. with the ship and blowing up. Yeah, going down with the ship. And I think think she was kind of looking for an honorable end. Right. And by... And by Daytac giving that to her, it's she has honor. Mm-hmm. She has her honor again. Daytac kind of on this redemption arc, Pat, like, yep. and like so, like honor means quite a bit to him. Right, right he now. has a little bit of his own honor by yeah. doing that too, and by being supportive. And yeah, and so like I think all of that was a really it was a good moment for both of them. Absolutely. Um, we also see Arissa see that there are children Omec, mm-hmm. and her kind of having this realization like. It's the same thing with any enemy. Is like as soon as you humanize them, right? As soon, it, how as, do you how do you do something to actually yeah. yeah defeat them? Yeah, and so like to see or to have kids involved or anything else, you're like, yeah. oh my god, it's a lot harder now to do anything when there's a child there, an innocent child. Yeah, and so for Arissa to kind of be like, we shouldn't be killing them. We know Arissa this entire season, 
has been kind of trying to figure out like nonviolent solutions. Mm-hmm. She's still she is like in a killing way now, but she is definitely not as trigger happy as Nolan is, right. and definitely is trying to find a solution that doesn't involve mass murder. Right. Uh, which I think is a smart... Of course. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, of course, Daytac kind of brushes aside as like, oh, it'd be the first to, like, eat, the, eat my yeah. grandson. And, How you would know. you feel that? Right, yeah. exactly. So he tries to help get her out of that mindset. But it was it was odd as we moved along, and I really thought that that she was almost, like, possessed at one point, you know, when she was so insistent about, yeah, you know, let's not, let's just take the ship away. It was weird because she had, like, a whole different sort of... Yeah. Almost different personality. It was odd. I don't know if you felt the same way at that one moment there. That moment felt like... uh, I thought the acting choice was really interesting. Yeah. Because she did not seem to be acting how she had been the rest of the Right, that's why I felt disjointed a little bit. Almost felt like she was possessed or Um, she had some, you know, almost because I was feeling like when we had all those drones and everything, I was like, there's something, kind of the same thing with Doc Yoda, something going on her neck. Was she feeling like she was almost controlled? But while I was watching it, I was thinking of like, it's a kid standing up to her dad and I don't know if she 100% believed in what, if the character of Arissa 100% believed in what she was saying and so I think that's why it kind of felt inorganic is that it was her not only trying to convince Nolan but, but trying also to convince, convince herself. herself yeah it was it and was it was just a weird but it was just a weird it was way a it was a very odd moment the lighting yeah. was weird too yeah it was odd uh, so that's why I think it kind of felt yeah. a little disjointed but um kind of backtracking a bit is that whole moment where Nolan's trying to do everything with the ship and obviously Kinsey yeah Kinsey conveniently appears at just the right time mm-hmm. Always with the great timing. Yeah. If you're a villain, you know, yeah. you always you should have to show, sh- show up right before someone does something important. Right. So yeah. she does. Um, and, and just like in a lot of other shows and movies and everything, we see that it ends up and being pretty easy to kill her off. Well, I mean, to be fair, she had been spiked in the neck earlier right. that day. Um, she she was in a firefight. She's right. Yes. No, I mean, there were definitely things, but I mean, obviously just by throwing her over and she falls through the I think, uh, engine or whatever yeah. things those were. Well, I think what they were doing is they were showing, like, it was almost, it almost rhymed when Kenzie killed Tevkin, where Kenzie, I think, had assumed she'd won. Mm-hmm. And once again, someone takes a knife out and stabs the person yep. in the neck yep. and kicks him over. And kicks him over. Uh, yeah. And she's, yeah. And she's in an engine. Yeah. Uh, Eaten up there. Yeah. Um, I thought that fight was actually extremely interesting narrative-wise. No, I loved it narrative-wise, and I loved the fight scene itself. And I knew that it, it had to kind of happen there, yeah. that final like showdown. Yeah. But for me, it felt like a lot of other things where you have this huge buildup with this evil villain, and, and then you have yeah. this one fight scene that, that you can't seem to take them down, and then they're more or less easily killed off. Yeah. When it's all said and done in the big picture, when this all-powerful creature... But it had to happen, and yeah. you also had to happen, like in a lot of other shows and movies, you had to have it happen quickly because you had so much other things you had to deal with. Yeah, exactly. And, and it was good. I, and I think it, storytelling-wise, I think it was a great fight. to oh, see yeah. To see Kenzie just dominate Nolan the entire time mm-hmm. 
And once again, Nolan, a lot like the, a lot of the characters in the show are cockroaches. Like mm-hmm. Nolan refuses to die and right. like keeps looking for ways. Kenzie has dominated him. There's no way he can beat her. She's on top of him about to bite his heart out. Right. I mean, and, you're right there. And he grabs her knife and stabs her yep. in the neck and kicks her. Like the knife in the neck probably didn't kill her. No. It's the kick over. It's the kick over yeah, and then she gets into the into engines the... where she gets vivisected. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I thought that was a really good fight. Uh, mm-hmm. I thought it was hilarious that Nolan's solution for I don't know what to do with this computer is yeah. he just tasers it. Yeah, that was funny. <laughs> and then Doc comes back online. Uh, and then we get this moment where the heroes have won. They've overheated the engines. They've... Uh, the the ship's going to explode. Yes, yeah, they basically set out what yeah. they need to accomplish. They did. Daytax back on yep. Earth. Uh, mm-hmm. And uh, Arissa confronts Nolan and says, like, I'm not comfortable committing genocide. Right. Uh, I'm going to stay on the ship and I'm going to figure out a way to make sure that they don't die. And Nolan kind of has a moment where he's like, he's proud of her. Right. She's proud that she's fighting for what she believes in. And like, uh, Doc's like, this energy has to go somewhere. He's like, can we vent it? And like, yeah, but you'll end up somewhere random in space. Yeah. Is like that's exactly what I'm thinking. They're going to go on a space adventure. Space adventure, and and it, but it was also a way to keep Docu alive. Yeah, you know, so it was a way of being able to have a, a nice, neat way of keeping it going. Oh, I've got I've got a know. few theories about Docu yeah. when yeah. we get into predictions. Yeah. Not yet. Uh, no, no, he fell for it. Dang it, uh, Stephen like, Lemieux. It only took three times. I said you were a constant professional, and now he just. just ruin that thank you thank you very much uh but yeah we uh we see him uh taser taser arissa and do the thing that all dads do in all narrative storylines of course which is kind of sacrifice himself so that she can live on earth exactly and say you have the one life to live you need to go live it let me deal with this and And we've got two people who've committed a lot of war crimes because Mm -hmm. before doc was in defiance she was absolutely basically a dr mangala type Mm -hmm. character where she committed a lot of war crimes and like illegal scientific Mm -hmm. experiments on humans so we've got two characters who kind of don't need to be on earth like, absolutely because yeah like like uh no one was saying earlier to amanda yeah. like they're out to get them yeah bc are gonna come out and be like okay you need to pay for and he's also the butcher which you like, did exactly yeah. but i mean that's just the latest though yeah. so you know they're, they're this is an easy way to keep them going and to be able to keep docu alive um, because when that whole thing at the beginning with that suicide mission when i knew i was like uh-uh mm-hmm. we were not getting rid of doc yule yeah she is my favorite character. I was like, this is crazy. Yeah. I mean, it's still crazy the way it added that extra twist there at the end. Yeah, I mean, for it really, sure. really, really was. I was not expecting that either. Another twist. Yeah. And so uh, Nolan becomes a space captain. Yeah. And Doc Yule... Space cowboy. And Doc Yule is his ship. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, we get uh, Arissa and Daytac back on Earth. Mm-hmm. Uh, Safe from back on Earth. Yeah, yeah. And we get the Ark gets remade uh, as a hologram. As a hologram. Yeah, that was it. Was interesting. It, it kind of had a vibe that took me back to like nine eleven. Yeah, weird, like a way when you're doing like in, in sort of like a memoriam kind of thing, but yet as a way to unite everybody. Yeah, and that's what it kind of felt like to me because then they had the big spotlight and everything, and the whole town gathers and everyone's. 
in a good place because they're back to being safe. And it gets named after Nolan. And it gets named after Nolan, yeah, yeah, yeah. And we kind of get this great ending where it's just like, now Arissa's the law keeper. Uh, yeah. I was, you know, we were wrong. I thought they were building up for Luke to be the law for, keeper. Yeah, for Locke to be the law keeper. But I was wondering if or they were Locke. both. Yeah, not Luke. I wonder if they were both going to kind of be working it. I, I'm yeah. still trying well, to. I think Berlin's got to be her. Yeah, like, but as like a third, you know, sort of. I don't know. Like, yeah. I feel like they were for, with him. And it seems yeah. like it would be, a, oh, a good office romance for them in season four. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> Uh, you know, no HR there to have to get in the way. There's no human resources. No. There's no Votan no resources Votan either. resources. Yeah. So, you know, they could have this yeah. office romance and they don't have to worry. And then we we follow uh, Nolan's trail out into space. I love that whole ending, beautiful. though. That beautiful yeah. stuff. of And they just, I was like, they've used all the rest of their budget on that. Yeah. Just as you're flying through all the different wormholes and black holes and they're going through space. But it was great, too. It was sort of like that end so that we knew they were still alive out there. Yeah. Because, you know, at the end there, you're kind of guessing. Smirk from Nolan. Yeah, you're kind of guessing, though, because it's sort of like a past tense with yeah. Arissa, like, oh, if he was around, if he was here, wherever he is. So it was nice to kind of have that, too, just knowing, okay, we're, he is out there somewhere and he's still alive. Yeah. Um, because it could have been one of those things that just kind of leave it really up for debate, but yeah. they didn't, which reminds me of a lot of other season finales or, or even series finales you're like okay well that character they still tied out there. that up yeah yeah so we we knew yeah so it was uh, a good way very very good way to ending but the interesting thing was is that arissa told amanda you know that that he was dead yeah. which wow well no arissa said that amanda, or amanda said, thinks amanda thinks that that's he's what I mean, dead that, and, but, thinks, but she didn't she didn't she was, she was like, I mean. but he doesn't she doesn't know him right like yeah right that's what i meant like yeah. i'm in the sense that she didn't really say like oh no he's not but yeah it was so that was a, a way to kind of resolve that because it was it was interesting they sort of had this even though they've had that relationship in the past yeah. they really kind of made it seem like they were heading towards having an actual legit relationship again with amanda nolan yeah and so it was really fascinating well, I think that's how they were kind of using that to kind yeah. of uh, misdirect us and thinking Absolutely. like, oh, there's going to be a relationship. Nolan mm-hmm. can't be stuck in space or die because there's this relationship mm-hmm. that has to happen. No, no, no. It's like, nuh-uh. Pull that no, rug out. They sure did. Yeah. Uh, and the other thing, too, that I wanted to bring up, because you actually looked this up, is that the title of the yeah, episode. Yeah, I was about to say that. Okay, yeah. yeah. Is, uh, is from a stanza in a Walt Whitman poem. Mm-hmm. Uh and the entire poem is all about – it's interesting because it yeah. ends with Arissa as the lawkeeper. And a lot of the lines in the poem, it's about pioneers. It's about manifest mm-hmm. destiny, which is like a th- overall theme that this entire show has where yeah. basically Earth was manifest destiny by aliens. Right. Um, and what we continue with this whole overall season too with, yeah. with you know, Rom Talk and his whole thing was yeah. very manifest destiny as well. And like the Omec also yes. uh, believed that they were mm-hmm. the ones that were supposed to take over Earth. Um, yep. But in the poem, also, a lot of it is about, like, the older people giving in to the younger mm-hmm. generations and letting them flourish. Right. And at the end of this, we kind of see Alak and Arissa and Berlin are all kind of featured yeah, the new at, at the kinda... end. So it's like, these are this is the new kind mm-hmm. of, because, you know, with Nolan and Doc out. Uh, that's a lot of the line load that's just not there anymore. Right. That's a huge amount and of the in, line so load. And obviously in Samir, too, would have to somehow... And the, yeah, and Samir... Is the yeah. younger one and would have to somehow take the place of, of Doc, Doc yeah, uh, yeah. there in Defiance. So, yeah. Yeah. It's very, very, very uh, fitting for this uh, finale. Yeah, for sure. Wow. 
Huh? I think it, <laughs> I think this time it's it's real. This time, Steven, it's so real right now. It's so real. Predictions. Afterbuzz TV news. No, not news. Oh. Predictions. Your Afterbuzz <sighs> TV predictions. The short one. Wow, yeah. really, really short. I like it. Wow. Okay. So, oh, first of all, too, we we did not see Pilar. No, we no did Pilar. not see Pilar this episode, and I really thought we were going to see her Me this too. episode. So, she's still out there somewhere. Yeah, somewhere. Uh. Yeah, what do you think? You have a lot of things that you were... Uh, okay, so if this... Uh, like, I don't think the show knows if it's going to be picked up for another right, season. Right, that's how it kind is... of feels, because it's sort of like this could go either way. It feels like they set up for another season, Absolutely. but it also feels like if this is the last episode, it's a fine it's a good, last episode Yes, it's a good series show. finale of knowing, yeah. okay, well, we know no one's out there and he's safe, and him and Doc have now escaped, yeah. and, and we see that everyone's kind of tied up their loose ends on, on in Defiance and on yeah. Earth. Yes. So here's my big thing. If it comes back, I think it is a lot about the new cast. I think yes. it's everything like that. Yes. I think that there's a way that Doc Yule can be in space and be in Defiance. And I think that's because Kenzie made all of those clones of her. Mm-hmm. And there's still a clone of Doc Yule under that water yeah. in that in that like science laboratory. So we could have. It's true. She we could, could be. Yes, she could be we could discovered have and clone Docule yes. uh, in Defiance and Space Docule, Docule Prime out in yes, space Docule with Nolan. Prime. Yeah, that's true. Yes, because that's right. She's still uh, out there with the clone. Um, and like you said, it's like we could focus on this Alak and Arissa, the kind of like the new generation. Yeah, helping run the town. Um, obviously, there could be a whole different directions you could go in as far as new threats. With the, you know, we haven't really resolved uh, the Berlin's backstory there. So, are the yeah. E-Rep going to come back, or the VC? Is there going to be another clash? So, you definitely have it set up for new season. Obviously, Pilar's still out there potentially. Yeah. So, you have a lot of stuff still out there that you could definitely mine and work with in the new season. And then you still leave it open, and you've got Nolan and right. Doc in That's space. That's what I'm You still leave it open yeah. with Nolan and, and Doc in space, so you could even focus on some somewhere they end up. Some adventures of them some in space. Crazy new planet with life forms. Maybe they wake up in Omec. They have a fun Omec sidekick. Exactly. Yeah. Right. That's what I'm saying. They yeah. can end up on some other planet with, with the Omec. Uh, yeah. There could be a whole other sort of uh, parallel universe storytelling going on. They could be flung back to Earth through whatever. Planet, you know, there's so much yeah. potential. Now that we know they're still okay, you know, we know that there's a chance for them to come back. Because for a while, it sort of felt like, wow, you're you're taking off with two main characters, and how do you yeah. keep the story going? But as we've talked about this whole season, is that there's so many different perspectives and, and angles that you can take yeah. from Defiance with these main characters. And now that we know that pretty much all the main characters are alive still, you still have a good It's starting really point, wide open. Yeah. Right, of, of a whole new season and being able to start with a whole new direction. So um, it'll be interesting to see because, like you said, it, it kind of wrapped it up in a way that it could go either direction. So yeah. let's hope there's a season four. Yeah. Um, I feel like this was a, an incredibly strong season. It was, yeah, this was by far the best the season. best season by yeah. far, by far by landslide, but also just the, the, the whole setup, the action, the adventure – the the backstories, having that you know plot device, really getting to know these characters, they tied a everything really up deep really level, well. except uh, for Pilar, except for Pilar and Berlin, really. Yeah, and I Pilar felt like and Berlin, Berlin was are, a kind of a throwaway, yeah. but yes, and 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 knowing these characters, and it was just a really really well done, well executed, fun season, and yeah. really has gotten me heavily invested now. Yeah, yeah. So uh, so hopefully there's here's another to one. a season four. Yeah, we'll see. 
only time will tell. All right. Uh, it's a good season. It's been yeah. great uh, being here on the panel with you. Yeah, man. It was fun. And uh, where can they find you in the interim? Guys, you can find me uh, on Twitter at JessKlein1. That's J-E-S-S-K-L-E-I-N, the number one. Starting up at the end of September, it's S.H.I.E.L.D. on ABC. I'm Ooh. on that panel. That's a fun panel. Yeah. Uh, you can find me out. every Tuesday at 11 o'clock in the Video Game Vault on YouTube. That's live on YouTube. Uh that's it. Thank you guys so much for such a great season. I had a bunch yeah, of fun. Yeah, it's been a great season. You can find me on Twitter at sman80. That's sman80, and I'll be back soon-ish. <laughs> Not definitely for Archer. <laughs> that kicks back in January. Awesome. But in the meantime, definitely you know find us on YouTube and subscribe and iTunes and SoundCloud. And again, keep the conversation going on Twitter using hashtag ABTVDefiance. It's been a good season, guys. We'll see you soon. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.